Hello and welcome. Today's topic is Angela Merkel, her legacy as a Chancellor of Germany. Amidst what's happening in Europe these days, the Ukraine crisis and its implications on Europe, we have lots of people who are somehow lamenting that Angela Merkel is not on the scene. And I think that's understandable. Because Angela Merkel, I argue, was the most important politician in Europe in the 30 years from the end of the Cold War, in 1990, 1991, until now, the, the beginning of a new war, new conflict in Europe. Now, there are many reasons or many ways of substantiating that argument, that notion that she was the most important politician in that period in Europe. I think the first way, the first entry, the, the real entry point to, to substantiate that notion is to reflect on her not just as the Chancellor of Germany for 16 years of those 30, so for half the period basically, and of course if you are the Chancellor of Germany, that by default makes you incredibly important and influential on European politics, but in addition to the lengthy period in which she held that position, I think Angela Merkel personified the notion of peace in Europe in that period. Not just because she played a very important role in holding that peace, but primarily because I think she represented the idea of an understanding between the experience of Central and Eastern Europe in the last 40-50 years and the objective, objectives, the ideas, the values of Western Europe in that period. And to a very large extent, that's because of her own personal experience. Angela Merkel was born in northern Germany, northern western Germany, in Hamburg. And Hamburg is a very rich city, actually. But her father decided very early on in her life to relocate to Berlin. And he happened to live in the part that will later on become Eastern Berlin. Now, a few years after he moved, maybe a few months, I can't remember, the Berlin Wall was built. And therefore, the family found itself stuck in Eastern Berlin for many, many years until the Berlin Wall was demolished after the Soviet Union was or did collapse. So for many decades, that person who chose to study science, by the way, chemistry and physics, so very, very quantitative, very methodical, very scientific, that person, Angela Merkel, had her psyche formed in the years of the Cold War when she and her family were in the East. But then, of course, after the 
Berlin Wall fell. She became a politician. She uh, actually very quickly was recommended to Helmut Kohl, the Chancellor of Germany who effected the unification between East and West Germany. And based on that uh, recommendation to him, he selected her as a junior minister in his government. But very quickly, she rose and became a star, really, in the Christian democratic faction in German politics. And of course, later on became the chancellor of Germany. The point here is that her formative years, her personal experience for many decades came from Eastern Germany and the difficulties, some would say the horrors really, of being in Eastern Germany during the 60s and 70s and 80s, but and understanding the, the, the emotional scars that were left on the psyche of many people who went through that experience and the aspirations that they had, but of course also fully understanding the objectives, the values that Western Europe had and that West Germany to a very much, uh, to a large extent, was at, at the core of. And therefore, what I'm trying to say here is that Angela Merkel was uniquely amongst almost all leading politicians in Europe in the 30 years from the end of the Cold War until now, the beginning of a new war in Europe between the West, led by the US on one side, and on the other side, Russia, also supported by a number of countries. In those 30 years, last 30 years, uniquely amongst the politicians of Europe and certainly of the West, the leading ones at least, Angela Merkel had the or had a deep understanding of the experiences of both Eastern Europe and Western Europe. And that made her abundantly prepared to talk to both sides, to, to appeal to both sides, the Central and Eastern Europeans and the Western Europeans. And in my view, that made her extremely valuable to the European experience in those 30 years from 1990, 1991 until now. Until but there is another reason to think of Angela Merkel as the most important politician in Europe in that period. And that Angela Merkel played an extremely important role in preserving the European Union at a moment of real peril. In 2008, many people will remember there was the financial crisis, which severely impacted many economies in Europe, Italy, Portugal, Spain, and of course, Greece. The euro itself was at a moment of danger because a number of observers thought that some of these southern European economies 
are not just facing acute financial challenges, but that some of them, Greece in particular, might exit the Euro, the Euro club. And of course, if, if at that time Greece exited the Euro, that would have had serious questions about the integrity, the solidity of not just the Euro, but the European project itself. Amidst that situation, that danger, Angela Merkel emerged with very strong conviction that the European Union and of course the Euro, the Euro Club, the membership of the Euro must be saved. And here you will find a number of people saying that's why Angela Merkel committed Germany and behind it the German taxpayers and with them the taxpayers of a number of very wealthy European countries such as the Netherlands to save the southern European economies. And by doing that in this reading Angela Merkel was almost a savior not just of the euro but of the European project. Now some people will disagree with that reading and will say, well, Angela Merkel might, might very well have played a very crucial role in actually indeed saving the day in that time, but she was not doing that primarily or only to save the euro and therefore to solidify the European project. She was also doing that because she was trying to save the German banks that had lent money to many of these countries. And therefore, the main incentive in this reading of Angela Merkel was to save the German banks and not just to save the southern European countries. Now, irrespective really of her incentives, and I personally think that probably both incentives were there in her mind, but irrespective of that, she indeed saved the economies of these countries and indeed saved the euro and indeed solidified the European Union project. But importantly, in doing that, she had or she did present Germany not just as the most important economic power within the European Union, but also as a decisive political power. So by playing that role in the financial crisis of 2008 and in the couple of years that followed that, Angela Merkel, I think, reshaped the European Union politically and not just saved it or saved the euro economically. And that's another reason to to potentially think of Angela Merkel as indeed the most important politician in Europe in the last 30 years. Related to that element of intervening financially and saving the day, some people will say, yes, but note that Angela Merkel and the, the German Northern European, some will say European Union and 
the IMF was involved, the International Monetary Fund, the solution basically that was offered to the Southern European countries, most notably to Greece, which was the most pained country in the financial crisis, the solution that was offered to them was very difficult, was a very bitter medicine that they had to swallow if they were to remain within the Euro and the European Union. So the idea here is that Angela Merkel did not save the day and appear as a very good mother that is just providing a, a beautiful warm blanket for everyone and no pain. No. The financial packages that were offered to the southern European countries, again most notably Greece, came with a heavy, some will say, very bitter price. And there's, there's a lot of debate about was that the most perfect solution, some would say, well, it actually had really major downsides. What is important here, I think, is that Angela Merkel presented Europe with some sort of a moral stand, some sort of a subtle way of presenting a value system. And that is quite, certainly Northern European, I would say certainly German, some people will even say Protestant value system. And that is, if you are profligate, if you spend so much money far beyond your financial means and you want somebody to bail you out, you want somebody to save the day, to support you economically and financially when you hit trouble or troubles, then you must bear some responsibility for your profligacy. And therefore, the pain that was the economic pain, the austerity measures that were imposed on a number of European countries in this reading are some sort of a lesson, some sort of a moral stand that Angela Merkel represented here. Whether you say it's again Protestant, it's German, it's Northern European, we can debate that. But the point is, here Angela Merkel was not just reshaping the politics of Europe by making clear the primacy of Germany. But in addition to that, she was presenting Europe with a value system that she believed in. And she wanted that value system to be followed at that moment of crisis as a price that those who are profligate those who got themselves into acute financial and economic troubles must adhere to. So the point I'm trying to say here is that Angela Merkel also left her moral stamp on, on Europe at a very important moment in time, which is the financial crisis of 2008 and what followed the years that followed that. Because of all of these reasons, I think it is indeed very possible to say with confidence that she was the most important politician in Europe 
in the 30 years from 1990-1991 until today. However, there are detractors of Angela Merkel. There are those who say, oh, hold on. She might well have been the most important politician in Europe in that period, but she had or she left us with two problems. Two problems that she probably did not calculate and in that reading did not think through their consequences. The first problem is the far right in Europe. Now, the far right certainly was on the rise from before the days of Angela Merkel. However, in the 16 years of her chancellorship in Germany, which is basically the last 16 years, the far right has indeed risen so fast. And I would say have become, or has become very established as a key force in European politics which says a lot, by the way, about the European landscape, the European political landscape. But that's a different discussion. The point here is that some of the detractors of Angela Merkel say that her decision to allow over a million Syrian refugees into Germany, Europe, was a factor that the far right used and abused probably, but anyway, used massively in their rhetoric, not just in Germany, but in different countries in Europe. And that that point, though incredibly humane, incredibly wonderful, incredibly beautiful, and says a lot about her own convictions as a person, her own values. However, her detractors would say that that decision had consequences that the far right across Europe used and reused and that indeed it has antagonized that decision a number of constituencies or groups that were very inclined towards the far right but that decision made them really make the final jump to become supporters of the far right. Now, whether that's a very solid point or not, also debatable. But it is a point to bear in mind in the legacy of Angela Merkel in the 16 years, the past 16 years, and certainly in looking at her as the most important politician in Europe in the past 30 years. The second point that those who criticize Angela Merkel invoke is her bargain, if you'd like, with Russia. Angela Merkel presided over the 16 years in which Germany, but some would say Europe to, to some extent, had this idea that Europe can depend on Russian energy sources, primarily gas, in return for investing in Russia in return for integrating Russia somehow economically into Europe and the idea that that over time would move Russia towards the European Union's value system. The fact of the matter, however, is that after 16 years in the chancellorship of Germany, Germany and large parts of, of Europe are energy-wise, dependent upon 
Russia. And the critics of Angela Merkel see that as a major point that she did not calculate its potential consequences. And therefore, they see as something that they hold her responsible for, at least one of the politicians, one of the key politicians responsible for. Irrespective of these two points, and again, they are subject for debate, subject to debate, I think the first points I try to highlight in this discussion in merit thinking about Angela Merkel as indeed not just a key European politician but the most important European politician in the very crucially important but sadly brief 30 years of peace in Europe between the end of the Cold War of 1990 or in 1990-1991 and the emergence of new mega-conflict in Europe in 2021-2022.